You are listening to the 100K Hairstylist Podcast, episode number 13. I'm James Gartner, hairstylist turned top 200 salon owner. But it wasn't all that long ago that I was a broke stylist just trying to get by. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and I was able to sell my salon and build the business I have today, teaching others exactly how I did it. I created the 100K Hairstylist Podcast to give you a simple, actionable, step-by-step strategy to do exactly the same thing. If you're an ambitious hairstylist, salon owner, or even one in the making who's looking to create a business that is thriving and helps you create a life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello, 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 everybody. James Gartner here, and we have got a very cool episode for you today. I know that um, we have been doing a lot of beauty school basics, starting from the very, very beginning, working our way into being a new hairstylist. And today's episode is all about a question that I get asked very common, and that is what to do during slow days in the salon. And um, I have got some tip for you in regards to that. So, you know, if you're feeling a bit slow behind the chair, um, it's not uncommon during this time, and you're sitting in the back room for what seems like forever, and you just are wanting to create a plan to have your books filled in the future, then you are in the right place, my friend. Um, You know, knowing what to do during slow days in the salon will help set you up for a future that has your books full and you will continue to have busier days ahead. But um, if you learn these tips for what to do during slow days in the salon, things will remain the same if you decide that you don't want to do anything with these tips. And you'll continue to have slow days and it will continue to be miserable for you. So I hope you take these tips to heart and really hone them. You know, what most stylists um, do when they're facing slow days at the salon, they head into the back room and they immediately start complaining about how slow it is and um, the salon is not doing enough marketing and, um, you know, spending their slow days in the back room complaining um, makes your business suffer, really, and will keep your career at the slow pace that it is going. Spending those slow days in the back room being negative will ultimately make you become resentful of the place of employment that you work and of the industry as a whole. I have seen people become so resentful and negative in the back room. Gosh, it's so slow and the salon doesn't do anything to market our business. And, you know, the reality of it is, is that it is a two-way street. So while most people go into the back room and they complain, that's not really getting you anywhere for your business. It's not helping you and it's not helping the salon. And a lot of times I see people get so fed up and tired of this that they become so resentful and end up sometimes exiting the industry. And that is pretty dang sad. But you know what? It does not have to be that way. That is for sure. And um, in this episode, I am going to share with you the same tips that have helped me address slow times in our top 200 salon that will get you on your path to a more steady schedule and paycheck. So without further ado, let's get right on to it. 
So the first thing I want to talk about, number one, is find a side hustle, okay? This is like... I, you know, it's so many people don't have this. And I feel like whether you're an experienced stylist or somebody who is in the position that we're talking about right now, where you're growing your books, you're going to want to have a side hustle. Never put all of your eggs in one basket, okay? When you have a side hustle, it means that you are not reliant on one stream of income. Super, super important because you never know what could happen. You could get extreme tendinitis like I did back in the day and you can't work full time anymore behind the chair. And then all of a sudden, half of your income is cut because you're only working part-time. And um, that is a rude awakening, let me tell you, my friend. And when that did happen to me, I learned very quickly the importance of having a side hustle. So let's talk about ways that you can have a side hustle. I know a lot of people will do a lot of online activities as their side hustle. Um, people will take surveys online. There are sites called Swagbox where you can take surveys part-time. And if you're in that back room sitting on your katukas anyway, girl, get out a survey and start doing a side hustle and making some cash in between. Instead of taking to Instagram and endlessly scrolling and complaining, you could be taking surveys and making money. Um, you could do proofreading on Upwork or Fiverr. I know people who speak dual languages, too, who are, um, you know, able to proofread things and um, translate things for people. And they make a ton of money on Upwork and Fiverr doing that. Um, you could also sell something on eBay or Etsy. Do you have a particular skill? I know a lady who is a jewelry maker, and she will sell all of her jewelry on eBay and Etsy. That's a great side hustle, a wonderful part-time income. For instance, I am the owner of Bali Powder. So part of my side hustle is selling Bali Powder online to folks who could benefit from a better way of balayaging. It's just endless, the opportunities that are available to you. So I recommend that you find a side hustle to really help um, your income during times when we may have those slow times in the salon. February is definitely one of them. Okay, with that said, let's move on to number two, okay? Number two is to get your ass on a mannequin and practice your skill. I cannot say this enough. And it's, it's crucial, really. I mean, if, if you have time to lean, you have time to clean, you also have time to practice your craft, okay? If you're one of those people who's always like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not really good at short haircuts, or oh my gosh, I'm afraid of updos, or I'm afraid of this, and I don't do that, and blah, 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 blah. Well, if you're sitting in the back room, yet you have all these things that you're afraid or scared to do, get your ass out of mannequin and practice those things that you're afraid of. The best way to overcome a fear is to jump right in and do it, all right? So get on a mannequin, practice the things that you may need work on or that you're afraid of. Chances are you'll become really, really good at it, and that's incredible. You've just gained a new skill during your downtime that you can promote to other people. I know a girl who spent her downtime practicing tape and extensions, and now she recommends tape and extensions like crazy, and she's making a killing doing it. So get on a mannequin and practice a skill. Uh, 
Uh, for those of you who are looking for basics, I have an intern program available on my YouTube, and I'm adding more videos um, as the weeks come. And you are going to learn all about coloring techniques and cutting techniques. And so definitely, definitely check that out so that you can learn exactly the same way that my interns are learning in the salon. It's on my YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe so that you can get those weekly as well. Now, let's move on to number three. Hop on social media. And I'm not just talking to hop on so that you can go down a scroll hole in your feed, okay? You want to be intentional, all right? So hop on social media for the right reasons. And here's what you're going to do. And if there's one thing that you take away from this today, it's going to be this, okay? Start by reaching out to people locally that fit your ideal target market, okay? If your jam is balayage, reach out to people who could benefit from a balayage who fits that target market, Okay, and start a conversation about their hair. Reach out and say, hey, you know, I wanted to um, reach out because, you know, so and so. And I thought that you might be interested in my services. Now, it's okay if you have a hairdresser, but I just wanted to reach out and say that I love your hair and I'd love to get my hands on it. And this is incredible what happens. When you do this, you start a dialogue with them. And they may be in a position where they're like, you know what? I'm ready to get out of my house because of quarantine and get my hair done again. And I am actually interested in getting a new stylist. Then you've started this banter back and forth. And you can then give them, say, like a freebie. And say, hey, you know what? When you get your balayage, I'm offering a free haircut. It just sweetens the deal and gets them in the door so that you can then show them your skill set and show them your work and convince them to become a long-term client. So a $40 to $75 haircut, you know, uh, as a freebie in comparison to the long-term value of a balayage client is going to be huge. So definitely, definitely start reaching out. And when the time is right, send them that offer. And um, you'd be surprised how many people you get from that. Now, to find the people who fit your target market, you're going to want to scroll through people who are already your customers on social media. So let's say Nancy is your customer. She's a balayage customer, um, loyal. She buys products. She does all the things that you want her to do. She is your ideal lady. Go onto her page and start looking at the people who are commenting on her posts. Oftentimes, people will post a selfie and you'll see a whole bunch of other friends of theirs and family members of theirs comment on it and say how beautiful they are and how they love their hair and blah, 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 blah. If that's the case, find those people, go stalk their Instagram page, like some of their pictures, and then send them that message that we were talking about to start creating banter. Hey, I know you because I saw your comments on Nancy's post and I wanted to reach out to you. This is called networking, my friends, and building friendships. This is how we do it. So why not do it on social media during your town, your downtime so that you can get more income behind the chair? All right. So moving on from that, number four, let's talk about taking courses and bettering your education. Okay, take a course that's going to help you with your systems behind the chair and ultimately make more money on each customer that you see. I offer a wonderful course called the Hairstylist Growth Accelerator. It is my signature program. It's bomb, if I do say so myself. And what it is, is it is all of the secret systems that I have learned over the decade as a top 200 salon owner. We have tested them. They are trying 
tried and true for countless people, and they will work for you too. So let's go over a little bit about what's inside of this course to give you an idea of the things that you can learn when you are in your downtime behind the chair. Instead of hopping on social media and going down a scroll hole, spend that hour learning how you can better your career and become part of that top 5% of hairstylists. So in my course, one of the secrets that we teach you is to how you can discover proven systems that can help you get your books filled up and that will have you making money in no time. Another thing we go over is you're going to learn how you can see less customers and make more money. That is crucial because what that's going to do is that's going to get you to a place where you can spend more time doing the things that you love. Baking, spending time with families, attending those Saturday functions that you weren't ordinarily able to attend because you were busy working, working, working. But now we're going to teach you how to see less customers and make more money so that you can free up your time. So you'll definitely want to take a course. I, of course, recommend the Hairstylist Growth Accelerator. Um, any course, you know, that's going to better you in your industry is going to do. Of course, I'm partial to my own because it is bomb, like I told you. But here's what you can do. If you're interested, go ahead and click the attached link um, in the description, or you can head on over to GartnerJames.com slash books and take the free training. And I will see you guys on the inside. Oh, and don't forget, to give this episode a like and hit subscribe as this tells the interweberoos that this content is helpful and it puts it out in front of others who can benefit from it. So definitely do that. Have a wonderful day, you guys. I hope this was helpful. I will see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the 100K Hairstylist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out. This helps me understand what you find most helpful so that I can make more episodes and resources like this. If this podcast has helped you at all, please take a second to leave a review so that we can share the word with others who may enjoy this. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes sent to you directly. To learn how to work with me one-on-one and get instant access to freebies, trainings, ebooks, and courses that will help you thrive as a hairdresser and salon owner, go to GartnerJames.com right now. I'll see you in the next episode.